0: Assalamu
1: yeah. As salamu alaykum wa rahmatullah, mind heist listeners. This is Amin the two and only. The two and only. Uh, yeah. Oh
0: man. Well, I'm trying to adjust only. myself. We're doing this so imp- like improvised. Right off the cuff Basically
1: we we jumped on uh, this uh, call together one minute and a half ago. So we just start, like we just answered the call and then we're recording so that that's uh that's my heist for you i don't know how it is but you know that's a new so- signature move of ours um yeah bro are you re- are you actually ready now <laughs> or just should i just keep us yeah, buying you some time
0: let's i'm ready i was just adjusting okay. my uh, positioning um uh,
1: okay. bro we've got nine questions on curious Cat. Yeah, I think, yeah, that's what we're going to do. We're going to bang out questions this episode. Not going to be very long, I guess, uh, the episode, but we'll go through as many as possible, and then we'll go back to the usual programming next episode, inshallah, with a topic. So, yeah. Right. Let's have a look.
0: Uh, God, there's quite a few. I don't know which one to start with. Okay. They're not even... They're not even easy peasy. Right. Let's go to the one that's the oldest. Salam. Interesting podcast about identity and where are we actually from. The story mm-hmm. about the TV Aki mentioned was quite funny. I think they're referring to when my son broke my TV. I don't know. Um, <laughs> that was funny. Yeah. <laughs> I still need a TV. Uh, although I think there needs to be a balance between being firm and being too lax, especially within a household... Um, I read somewhere that when men start becoming less and less firm Essentially the woman will feel the need to take over Or will subconsciously undermine his authority Because he doesn't show his authority when needed Example If the man is too lax or relaxed all the time And the woman gets used to his easygoingness, She'll be thrown off and perhaps even angry When he does show that authority It was an interesting intake and thought I could mention it What are your
1: thoughts on this both? Hmm i agree yeah yeah makes sense doesn't it it's like uh uh the reason you know we could say the reason allah created men and women to be different complementary uh you know genders or roles is to have a balance isn't it yeah and so if one person is not you know uh you know playing their role if you like then the other one will try and balance things out by taking on that role themselves perhaps yeah definitely i mean um I don't know if we've even
0: I don't know if we've said What the question is asking But I feel like we've said it If in one way or another um, It's just about striking a balance And making a good first impression At the beginning of the marriage Isn't it Because mm. suddenly mm. Halfway through I say halfway through <laughs> Like a, I don't know A year down the line Suddenly you decide to be All authoritative It's just a bit alien And it doesn't really sit well mm. You've got to start doing yeah, it Yeah actually on.
1: Actually I was thinking of Parenting more But that's not what they said right No but actually it works. It works well, the same with parenting Doesn't it yeah 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 that's true so um actually i was just talking to my wife about this about how important the first you know six to 12 months of a marriage is in terms of creating the norms uh for your you know specific family right because every family has slightly different uh norms right and those get formed at the beginning so you know i was i was talking to her about you know if we uh lived with uh you know my uh family like my parents my siblings whatever that would be very different to if we were alone you know in yeah, the down. first like year of marriage so uh, it, it will change like for example if I was living with my parents um, hypothetically I was living with my parents their norms would kind of probably have more effect on how our norms are like me and my wife whereas if we were on our own we kind of maybe of course we would probably borrow from what we've seen our parents do but also we'd create more of an independent. Uh, culture in our family if you like Yeah, no. so that, you've probably noticed that as well right oh well um, I've noticed that
0: um, it's difficult because obviously authority comes from generally it should come from I believe the man of the household but uh-huh. when there isn't a lot of that about then um, hmm. it's, it's a bit of like a void where people try and fill in the, the gap that aren't really cut out to fill the gap and then people stepping yeah. on each other and nobody knows who's, who's who's in power and it's like
1: a power struggle bro Hmm. yeah and and it, even in teaching you know uh when i was uh, doing pgc they taught us that children want um rules and boundaries and structure even the bad kids they some of the uh, bad kids are behaving badly because um they they're craving structure and the teacher is not giving the structure in the class and so they mm-hmm. want the structure and they're kind of, you know, kind of getting itchy and, and they just want to move around. But uh, th- they want structure, you know. And actually, when also when a, a, a kid badly behaves, um, all the other kids even they're not might not be the best students the most you know interested enthusiastic students but just the fact that that one kid is messing up the structure of the class they always they don't like it and they actually often they gang up on that one kid who's messing up the structure because they want true uh, you know they want structure so so it's like in a classroom in a family it's like yeah you need structure and um obviously Allah uh, it, it's completely you know logical that Allah will give somebody the responsibility and the authority to implement what's required to fulfill that responsibility, right? So if a man is yeah. ultimately responsible for his overall family, then Allah will give him the authority um, to fulfill that, you know? Um, just how, uh, you know, uh, you know this, I'm talk, kind of talking about the hadith of uh, every one of you is a shepherd kind of thing. Uh, and, yeah. and likewise for a mother, like in order to raise her kids, that's a responsibility. In order to raise her kids, she needs a certain amount of authority. So... Uh, you know, it's very logical, I think.
0: Um, I just want to jump to this question, because it, it might be relevant. Yeah. But they've asked, where did where did Amin do his PGCE? I live in Middle East, and I want to know about universities that offer.
1: Oh, right. I did it in the UK, so I did it in London. Oh, oh. So. Yeah. disappointing. <laughs> there, there are some unis that do it here, but... I don't know. It depends if you have the ability to go elsewhere. Like in the UK, I know. Like I said last episode, I think they're pretty desperate for teachers. So, depending on what subject you want to teach, they will. Get, the government will give you a grant to do a PGC, so they will kind of cover, you know, a good chunk of the tuition costs and stuff. Um, uh, but mm. if, if you can't like go to the UK or whatever, you're not British. Then, uh, I know in in the UAE there are uh, unis that offer it. But it's just kind of like, okay, you'll get the piece of paper at the end saying you're a qualified teacher, but will you get your same experience? I mean, bro, my my school experience here in, in the UAE, like uh, going to a British school in the UAE, it was uh, it was crazy because all the teachers, they all got PGC right? But it was so laid back compared to the UK. Like... I went through that school my you know my whole schooling was in that one school and then I go to the UK to to be you know trained to be a teacher and I'm like whoa everyone's uptight here you know even though they're both British schools British curriculum but in UAE it's just way more chilling the teachers are taking it easy they're not you know implementing all the different you know checks and balances and uh, tick boxes that they are doing in the UK you know Um, so that's i just don't know if you'd get the same level of training but i guess it really depends on the school but my school in uae bro it was chilling chilling bro <laughs> bro i was looking at jobs in the
0: gulf recently and they're, they're, they're always asking for teachers it's crazy mm, often loads yeah, of, yeah loads of teacher teaching jobs. bro
1: schools is a huge business out here uh mm-hmm. because it's extremely extremely expensive i'm talking about uae specifically i don't know about other countries um Everyone pretty much goes to private school, right? Because only uh, Emiratis can go to the government schools for the most part. So everyone has to go private school. And then, yeah, and then private school just making a killing off it. Just really, really expensive. Um, And a lot of them, man, like I have a friend that worked in a school and they're charging a lot of money and really the quality is not there. So, you know, I guess they just take advantage of the fact that parents are just kind of blindly trusting a school To you know, raise their kids like literally raise your kids, isn't it? Like teach them how to behave as well as the education part of it. Um, They're they're just blindly trusting them, paying them a load of money, and uh, who knows what the result is. (laughs) al-mustan.
0: Must be good though, bro. If it's a goal, I was uh, other stuff I was finding are like private private chefs that earn Mm. they're offering nineteen thousand pounds per month tax free. Per month? Bro, per month, bro. And there was, there's there's another one, um hundred and fifty thousand a year, no tax, and then there's another one, Whoa. sixteen thousand pounds per month VIP household private chef. Bro, I'm gonna start wow. cooking,
1: bro. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that is crazy. But you know, chefs do work crazy hours, but still, man. Wow, I never Bro I'll be that. a martyr for my family, like I said.
0: I just sent that money back (laughs) up. I feel like you guys are chilling.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, (laughs) but the the teaching jobs here are are pretty good as well. Like um, good pay, obviously tax-free. And, you know, if you're in one of these schools, which is a bit more laid back, then your working hours are going to be chilling as well. Um, Yeah, no doubt. That was actually my plan, bro. When I was doing PGC, I was like, yeah, I'll go do PGC in the UK. Then I'll get a teaching job uh, in the UAE or whatever. Yeah. but I guess the main barrier was You have to do two years experience in the UK first That's kind of the the standard um, You know the minimum standard To get a, a teaching job here usually In in a good school at least Is to do to have two years experience already So that was the barrier So that's why I'm not a teacher in, in a sense Oh
0: right okay Well let's cast this as a teaching job This podcast you're teaching we did, We've done it for a year <laughs> Add it on your experience list And bada bing bada boom <laughs> Tell him you're, you're innovating in the future of teaching. Now you yeah. do a, 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 a... I say weekly. You do a monthly podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, podcast let's see. Lessons. Let's see what else we got. Uh, blah, 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 blah. I, okay, we need to look at episode 16. Someone referred to episode 16. I don't know what... what, what okay, is. let me
1: take a look at what it is. So, let me find... My own podcast on my own phone. Um, Mind Mindhise, what a, what a gorgeous cover you've made, bro. <laughs> oh, uh, it's Love and okay, Marriage. Okay, episode 16 it is Love and Marriage.
0: Okay, God, I don't really know. <laughs> most most popular they referenced episode. It, they referenced it, but they haven't really said what we said. So it says, a bit conflicted with what you said in episode 16. A woman's family mm. might... A woman's family might be totally off the rails, but she might be the most pious example of a woman today. Her dad might be absent, mm. but her ideas of what a man should be can still be good. I mean we don't live in a mm. perfect world, so why do you do what do you do if your potentials
1: family are not entirely good or practicing uh I, I don't think remember they probably. Said. They're probably referring to us saying something like, uh, you know, if, if you're trying to um, judge if someone's a good match, you should look at their family and their family culture and stuff like that.
0: Mm. Well, yeah, but at the end of the day, there's always broad generalisations, and then there's always outliers. Exactly, exactly. That's just yes. the way it is. Generally, generally, mm. I'd, I'd argue that, if, uh, despite how what, what what somebody's beliefs are, their family's still going to have. Very big impact on their cultural Understandings on their general Etiquettes and behaviour and their expectations You know mm. uh, That's why I mean Islam came To to guide people Islam came to You know for example Islam came To the the, to the Sahaba right And the companions of the Prophet But it didn't so, make so. them all the same exact Person with the same personalities They all had their personalities Um Yes. Moderated I'd say by Islam they were still different People with different likes different dislikes Stuff like that so and now a lot of that Comes from environmental factors and comes From upbringing it comes from you know The background that they come from and that's What we're I think that's what we're saying I think sometimes you've got To look for a easy Mesh and a a background That is not so foreign To you because in the long Run you'll just a lot of things feel Alien and you won't really Joe very well I mean a lot of them some people do yeah and there's always out I think
1: what they're also saying is that if if you're looking at their parents for example and their parents are you know let's say your parents like don't pray and stuff like that you know are you gonna judge that their daughter or their son is gonna be like that by default yeah 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 I don't know
0: um I don't know how much impact it's gonna have on individual people I think a lot of people have obviously got Um, Very strong opinions when it comes to Marriage and cultural differences And backgrounds and yada 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 I think Mm. um, not a lot of people Not a lot of young people anyway uh, Think of the practicalities Think of the objective Sort of put put everything out on a piece of paper Maybe they're blinded by infatuation a little bit Very controversial statement I mean this is a controversial podcast this controversial episode That's
1: controversial what you just said
0: yes just oh,
1: that's what, no it? only because only to some people not to everyone mm. you know i think bro um you know like you like you said at the beginning uh, is that uh, we're giving these generalizations because that's kind of all i can do if i don't have your personal circumstances i can only talk in generalizations yeah and the truth is, is that what I'm, what we suggested, if I, if we remembered correctly, if what we suggested in that episode is the safest thing is to say, okay, um, I've, I, I kind of know what their family's like in terms of are they good, are they bad, are they used to this, are they used to that. And now I've also met with their son slash daughter mm. and they seem to follow the same kind of thing. Okay, that gives me a decent understanding of what I can assume they're like, right? Now, yeah. if you want to say... If you want to say, look, their parents are flipping nutters. Yeah, they're, they're just not good. <laughs> they're not good people. But their son daughter seems very good. I'm not saying don't marry that person. I'm just saying that's a, that's a higher risk situation because you don't know what to expect. That's what I'm saying. And how can you, uh, you know, how are you going to, where's your shortcut to know what that person is really about? Because this is what we're looking for is shortcuts because you're not going to spend two years, you know, dating them. So, you need some uh, shortcuts to understand what they're like, isn't it? And yeah, so, true, true. You know, if you want to go down the risky road of uh, riskier road, it could work out very well. But if you want to go down the riskier road, then, you know, it's up to you. Well, I'm just saying, if you want the best chance of success, then uh, I would go for the, you know, look at people's, uh, you know, where the acorn uh, doesn't fall far from the the too tree. far from the tree kind of thing.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Obviously, there's the. There is the um misunderstanding that when two people get married then that's about it, it's just them two and that's all that mm. really matters. When really it doesn't, I mean you're marrying into their of family, course. they're marrying into yours, your family yeah. despite the fact that you you might be um you might be, I don't know, slightly arrogant to think that they they don't deserve to have anything to do with it, and it's all you know. It's all about me. That isn't what mm. happens when you have kids, is it? you gonna stop your Definitely kids from not. seeing their grandparents. You're gonna, do you know what I mean? You're not gonna. Mm. Their influence, like that's one of the things I've already thought about. Is like the influence of a grandparent to a kid and the aunties and the uncles. Do you know what I mean? Your siblings and stuff like that is a big influence, bro. Because you're not the only yeah. person that raises a child. You know, mm. and now like I would. Always, yeah. I've I've always been conscious now. Obviously, I've got a child, and I've got I'm I'm always conscious conscious of like oh um, trying to sp- trying to really make it clear what we allow for the child to the rest of my family. So obviously, they don't mm. they don't I don't want it to grow up as if like oh my dad doesn't let me do this, but when I go to so and so's house, I can do what I want kind of thing. I don't want yeah. that.
1: Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and you want you want to feel uh, that you can send your kids to their uncle to their aunt to their grandparents right yeah, you exactly. want to feel like they're in good hands when you do that yeah. and so if you're you know if your father-in-law you know uh, I don't know he, he smokes or something you yeah. know you're going to feel less comfortable and that's bad for the child the child needs to mix with as many family members as possible really cool. um, you know th- this uh, newer um, thinking that you know we're all individuals and we live as one unit on our own uh, that's the, that's like what your know, people are trying to move towards maybe and a lot of people have moved towards. But uh, especially as Muslims, yeah, I mean, we're a community and a family kind of oriented people, inshallah, you know. Yeah. Uh, the the think, benefits, bro, are huge. You know, having, having contact with a lot of cousins, a lot of aunts, a lot of, you know, mm. uncles, all this is very good for the children.
0: That's it, yeah. Like I, I, um, I feel like the way society has gone towards more people being more separated people being more further away from each other and immediately trying to sort of separate each other i think it's just put so much more strain on people Mm. uh financially Mm. time-wise do you know what i mean a lot of a lot of factors taking a hit um because you haven't got that support around you is it's not as easily accessible anymore you haven't got the financial support around you either um Mm. whilst comparatively speaking like you've had villages and Whole tribes of people that saw each other as blood. Do you know what I mean? So mm. it wasn't. It was like a, a really strong unit of of a large amount of people that were all extended. And this uh, this extends all the way to like the Arab world. Like, you know, if I give an example of Tunisia, like if I speak to my grand about how it used to be, uh, it mm. was all the village that we lived in was all family, and it was all open plan, and you know, just you could see everybody's house from where your house was. And then as yeah. time went by. Suddenly, people started building walls. People started planting like thorn bushes and and claiming land for themselves. And separ- do, do you know what I mean? And suddenly, it became mm, very much mm. divided. um And people just tried to keep themselves to themselves more. And any interaction mm. they would have with others would be, you know, arguing over this meter of land that so and so took. And it's yeah, quite, <laughs> it's
1: quite sad, really. Yeah, man. And we're uh, we just talking in, uh, you know. We are talking in ideal situations because that's what you aim for, isn't it? But yeah, then, no doubt. then you apply those ideals as much as you possibly can to your situation. And that's just life. Mm, let's have a look.
0: Uh, oh, these ones are... Okay, uh, this one is probably the only one that we can really answer now. I was wondering if you could give advice on some good lectures regarding self-confidence and being more sure about our decisions. Lately, when I turn down a potential and decide to not go through with it because they don't meet my requirements or what I want, I feel like I am made to feel guilty about rejecting or turning the proposal down, even though I'm sure of my own decision and I know that this is the best decision after praying istikhara I can't. St- I can't. I still can't help but feel a bit guilty and slightly unsure because of the comments or reaction of the person even a third party they can sometimes make you feel guilty for not being interested in the potential they told you about in short how do I gain confidence and remain firm on my likes and decisions thank you a lot of these are about marriage bro (laughs) that's a tough one man Uh, I think a lot of that comes from being too nice And learning to say no Is very important And learning to be comfortable With saying no Is very important It's hard for some people To be to be quote unquote selfish To put themselves first um, I think I've struggled with that a lot, a, Quite a lot I was very I found it very difficult To say no to anybody I don't know if that's because Of the religion Sort of encouraging us To do favours for people As much as we can And just to To wait for our reward With Allah um, Yeah but what I can say is when I started putting myself in environments that that I had to be tough in, uh, for example, like the job that I'm in now, like I put myself in an environment where if you don't have thick skin, you're going to really struggle. So yeah. if, you're, if you put yourself in an environment where there is a lot of, um, I don't know, difficulties, a lot of abuse, a lot of whatever, you develop as a person, you suddenly start learning how to be a bit tougher how to say no? How to how to be yes. firm in your decision? Tough boy,
1: Aki tweet.
0: Tough boy, who who's that? I don't know who you're talking about.
1: <laughs>
0: but <laughs> but yeah, so it's it's difficult. I think it's it's a growing process. Um, I mean, this person stated that they're confident in their decisions in the sense that they're confident that it's the right decision. They're just not confident with dealing with the the consequences of that and feeling guilty about it. Um, mm. So it's I don't think it's something you can just change overnight. It's not something really a lecture is gonna solve. I can't just say, oh, listen to this lecture by so and so. I think it's about putting yourself in more this is my opinion, but putting yourself in harsher environments in in more areas. I'm trying to think of' a good example of such an environment, but you know something like I don't know, I don't know if it's a man or a woman ask it, but like even if you start like training in some sort of really disciplined you know art form or. I don't know something like mm-hmm. karate or UFC or whatever it is yeah, mixed martial arts something that makes you a tougher person um, or doing something really challenging maybe or I don't know some sort of physical what do you think it mean? you take over no, that's cause... an
1: interesting <laughs> interesting <laughs> angle you're going down because uh, I don't think of that as a good point you, uh, you know I'm I'm half um, I'm, I'm half with the sentiment of the question and half against it right so for, for example you feel guilty because you've said no to someone yeah mm-hmm. well on one hand yeah you should feel slightly bad about it because uh, i'm assuming it's a woman it sounds like it's a woman yeah um th- there should be a little bit of a bias towards accepting someone yeah as long as they meet some basic uh basic requirements yeah basic uh, you should lean towards that. that's like what we're what we're encouraged to do is lean towards accepting someone yeah on the other hand though you don't have to feel guilty because what you're ultimately trying to do, you have a very good intention, inshallah, which is that you want what's best for your dunya, your akhirah, their dunya, their akhira, and the good of the whole ummah, right? Because you're going to marry someone, you're going to start a family with that person, which is what we said in last episode, which is a building block of the ummah. If that building block of the ummah is not good because it's not based on a good compatibility, then you've just... Added to the problems of the ummah, rather than removing. Right? Mm-hmm. So, so if you think of it f- through that lens, you're you're just you've got this these good intentions, and you're just trying to do your best to make sure that you're gonna have a good dunya, they're gonna have a good dunya, good akhirah, and you're gonna help the ummah rather than add problems to the ummah. And that's what you're sincerely trying to do. Um, now, people, the truth is, no one's gonna think like you. So, if you if if you just take what I said and you swallow that and you agree with it then other people are going to speak to you and they're not going to have that perspective and they're going to say, come on, what's wrong with you just get on with marriage, get on with it this and that no one's going to have the exact same perspectives as you so, you know, listen to them Jazakallah khairan interesting perspective and then you've got multiple perspectives to, to judge from but I just think the whole guilt thing is like don't feel guilty about trying to do something good and have good intention On the other hand, uh, yes, you know, if you got to be, uh, you got to know yourself and know if you're being too picky or not. That's also important. Being real uh, with yourself. Um, Mm -hmm. I I think there was uh, one more part of the question that I think uh, that I kind of forgot that I wanted to. Can you just repeat it? Uh, Um,
0: So lately, when I turn down a potential and decide to not go through with it because they don't meet my requirements or what I want. I feel like I am made to feel guilty about rejecting or turning down the proposal, even though I'm, not, even though I'm sure of my decision and know that this is the best decision after praying istikhara I still can't help. Oh, James, okay.
1: carry on. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think that's no. That's fine. So, um, so the other thing I was going to say is about um, tawakkul So they said they pray istikhara and they, you know they're trying to trust in Allah. So just one more thing I would say, which maybe this is something that a lecture could help you with. Is um, learning more about Allah and having more trust in Allah by um, learning more about Him. You know, I found certain areas. It's like a lecture won't fix it. You know, it's not like this uh, pill that you take and it's all over. But I've uh, other areas like I feel like ongoing education about Allah and how Allah is that has helped me a lot in in certain specific things like tawakkul You know, so yeah, that's what I would say. I just read a. Uh
0: comment, nothing to do with us but it just says but it says podcasts got every other person thinking they're the modern day Rumi, and they have gems of wisdom to drop stop kidding yourselves, you're really not that special <laughs>
1: yeah. is this a curious I just, when or I backed out of
0: a thingy, it came up on twitter uh, on our twitter and someone oh. liked it I think yeah. uh, it's, that's it's, true bro. bro I'm the modern day I'm the modern day Aki tweet bro
1: <laughs> you're the current day uh, that's that, that <laughs> yeah. no that's, that's a very good point though bro uh, is that uh, I believe in that 100% what they said like uh, our opinions are not that important it's just like if in the end there's freedom out here like if you want to listen to us because you think it's useful yeah. to you and you're going to filter what you agree with and what you don't agree with bismillah if you think we're not worthy of listening to then that will show in our numbers and then we'll just close the podcast down. I think it's quite
0: um what's the word? It's quite telling of just the way things are anyway, because you know, podcasts this podcast thing has sort of taken off. A lot of people are doing it and um, mm. your gut reaction is either to support it or to, to not support it or to call it call it out from, from a distance and um I don't really know like like the previous question I asked like they'd probably feel guilty wouldn't they someone would feel guilty now <laughs> thinking about that comment and think oh maybe I shouldn't be doing this I don't really care like I do it really for um, I kind of do it for myself first and foremost do you know what I mean I'm not doing it for, for hmm. people to listen to me I do it because I don't really have many outlets to to just sort of offload and you're my therapist i mean so this is mm. my <laughs> it's my opportunity yeah. to get some counseling <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, but alhamdulillah it's good alhamdulillah
1: right uh it's-, it's funny as well that people are asking us you know questions um but you know what i think bro is that smart people they ask people that they respect to it to an extent they ask them questions it doesn't mean they're going to swallow every single word that you say yeah. isn't it like, th- this this person has asked us a question about marriage and guilt and this and that. Now, we've given our answer, yeah? When I give my answer, I'm not assuming they're going to follow everything I said. I'm just answering the question because it might yeah, benefit yeah, yeah, them. Yeah. But it doesn't, it's not like I expect that, okay, yeah, I'm a genius and everyone's going to yeah. follow what I say. You That's know the thing, I mean? we,
0: me and you are asking each other questions, bro, on top of the questions. And we're not agreeing, are we? Yeah. Like I said something completely different to what you've said. Um, just because Mm. of the way I interpreted it and my own experience with certain um, feelings Mm. like that. Um, God, a lot of these are like marriage and spouse and this and that, and I'm
1: not really in the mood. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Well, at at least we're married. I know, yeah. Giving marriage advice about being married. Um, There's two questions here that
0: are basically the same. I think it's probably from the same person, Um, but they're not really... Anything we can tackle now I'll read it out anyway uh, Salam alaikum Can you do an episode On self-worth What defines our worth As a Muslim I feel very unworthy At times And when I am not able To fill my rights Over others And I ended up I ended thinking It's not even having A long life I don't know it Not that it's In our hand Because our presence Doesn't mm. matter In this world Alright I'll read the second one <laughs> I think it's from The same person Salaam alaikum Can you do an episode On self-worth What mm. defines a person's worth Considering okay. That we That we write over Allah Other humans and ourselves I feel very unworthy at times Whenever I don't get to fulfill anyone's rights Fully Okay I think that last sentence sort of defined what they're trying to say um, Fulfilling Fulfilling the rights of people hmm. um, That That is a That is an issue that Is very daunting That I struggle with And I always fear that I'm not doing enough with that either Um I don't know if there's a quick answer to sort of diminish that fear I think it's that fear that keeps us going and keeps us trying I think the best you can do is be sincere and try your best Um, I don't know if any I don't know in this day and age if it's possible to fulfill everybody's rights without you know some diminishment or some sort of uh, weaknesses along the way but I think the most important thing is that you're trying and you're doing your best and you sort of you don't do anything maliciously to mm. take someone's rights away. I think you 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 uh, slow down when you're making decisions. You don't make decisions brashly and without thinking, and then you can really think. Remind yourself on every decision, or with anyone that you have responsibility over, to think of the positives and benefits, positives and negatives. Sorry, of your action, and is it going to go against? Um, the teachings of the last ta'ala, is it going to go against their rights um, what rights do they have upon you, and then you make your decision you know it 's important when you 're in a position of authority such as a father or a husband or you know elder brother or even a son or whatever positions whatever labels you're you're holding whatever positions you 're holding different rights for different people and it is daunting bro it 's absolutely daunting because we know that. Ya you're initially judged, you know, between your how you behaved accordingly to Allah's decree Allah's commandments between you and Allah essentially. So how you know, did you pray correctly, did you fast correctly, Etc cetera, etc cetera. But then you are judged between people and it's the rights of people that are the most difficult isn't it? I mean, um, that is the most difficult one because yeah. people aren't as forgiving as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Um seeking people's forgiveness in this world is very difficult, especially when you've hurt them a lot, and they can choose not to forgive you. Like, Allah can forgive you, Allah will forgive you if you sincerely ask for his forgiveness, but you can't always expect that from people. So that's why it's so important to really watch how you treat people, to really, really hold your tongue, to not mention people in a bad way, to just, it's not worth it, the risk. I know a lot of people say, oh, I'm not backbiting, but, do you know what I mean? Or I'm not you know, and that why risk it? Like, <laughs> why risk that those what thirty seconds of gratification for what could be what could feel like an eternity on the qiyama mm. when you're thinking about what you've just said. And then this is an advice to myself more than anybody, really. I'm not trying to sit here and say you should do this and you should do that. I just think
1: Oh bro, i know better than Bro, you're so wise. <laughs> It's true though, bro,
0: like, oh, and I, I completely understand the sentiment, even though I didn't yeah. understand the question fully, like, I completely understand, like, the, the daunting aspect of it all, because it is naturally what worries, I think, a lot of us who are in positions of authority. Can you imagine what it's like to be a, I don't know, a Walil Amr or something, bro, like some sort of leader or, you know... I'm saying like an upright Muslim leader of anything mm. whether it's an organisation, mm. whether it's a country Madness. whatever it is, can you imagine the the rights of people that are under you and this is why, mm. I can't remember what lecture I was listening to yeah. uh, Subhanallah I don't remember, I think it was Abu had been mentioned it, I think it was him um, in terms of people wanting to People rushing for responsibility, so people are rushing to get married. People are rushing to have kids. People are rushing to, you know, and I think mainly it was marriage. But yeah, people are rushing to mm, get more authority, gain take authority, on more responsibility, yeah. and it goes back to what you mentioned at the beginning of the podcast about the Hadith of Prophet Wasallam uh, regarding everybody being a shepherd and each one will be questioned about his flock. Like the bigger your flock, the more you've got to worry about. It. It's the flock that is essentially mm. your relationship with people. It's the flock that you'll be questioned about, and it's the flock that may choose not to forgive you, yeah. and may choose to help, to to to, mm. to to take your deeds in the mm. You know, because they're going to need it just as much as you are. And each each yeah, exactly. And each sheep mm. on that flock, has its own things to worry about. It's not just the, It's not only thinking about How you're treating it It's thinking about How it's treating mm. others How they're treating each other Or um, lay, I think the biggest Biggest yeah. Biggest um, Thing mm. Is the The um, Sorry The uh, The way we speak the, the the tongue bro It's about That's, that's the biggest thing That we're going to regret Because if you haven't said mm. anything At least your excuse can be I was taking my time To figure out What the right thing to say is mm. You know as opposed to throwing something out there yeah. verbally, or even you know doing an action without thinking, and suddenly that action ends up owning you, that speech ends up owning you, and you can't take it back. You know, mm. uh, it's just about taking it slow. I think the biggest advice I could give, and obviously yeah. you're going to have your chance. I mean, to get to a chance. <laughs> but the other, to sum up what I'm trying to say is, just <laughs> slow down. I think the most important thing is to slow down, to take a take a deep breath to put the brakes on a bit whenever you you know you're about to react to something just take try and try your best to just put a pause between your emotion and your action or your emotion and your and and what you're going to say and really think even if you have to just step out of the room or you have to just you know tell whoever you're dealing with you know i'll 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 be right back i'll come back to you just it's so important to just try and take that pause so you don't live Mm. with the regret of something you didn't think through
1: Mm. Mm. yeah definitely I think you you, you, all we need to do is add a little humming in the background and that would be a nice (laughs) clip bro (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and we'll put it under your new name the Day Rumi I should (laughs) no no uh, that's very good you know kind of reminder that you gave because you know i i don't know I, I guess i have specific things in terms of people's rights that i think about now and then but the general thing of what you just covered is very deep bro it's very very big deal um all i would say all i would add to what you've said is that sometimes you need to work on yourself in order to be able to treat other mm-hmm. people well right and well not sometimes but pretty much always so for example if you have more self-control and discipline you're going to be able to control your tongue better which means you're going to be you know less impulsive with what you're saying Mm. to other people and how do you do something like that well discipline is like a a muscle so you you train it by doing stuff like fasting or uh, just saying uh, i'm not going to uh, speak for the next hour i'm not going to check my phone for the next hour you know these things all build up your discipline bit Mm. by bit yeah uh, when it comes to self-esteem, I think they mentioned something about that, and it's also linked to to what they've said about treating people, you know, correctly. I, I've got um, a series; it's very old, but it still has, I think, good points in it. If they just search on YouTube um, "Sera Masters self-esteem," then they should find it. Um, so that's about self-esteem, and uh, so when it comes to generally improving how you treat others, right? Uh, I feel like it, it's a form of behavior change, right? and a good way to start with behaviour change is start with small changes, small actions uh, and focus on less before you you focus on a lot so it might feel like you're uh, you're, 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 you're just oppressing everyone maybe it feels like you're oppressing your parents which is the worst thing to do but ultimately you're not going to sustainably change your behaviour if you try and just change everything all in one go so it might be for example you say okay I, I don't feel I'm treating my mother correctly. And the my first step to improve that and to, you know, hopefully, you know improve what I've you know, cover what I've done in the past. I'm gonna call her once a week. You know, so you yeah. don't live with her. I'm gonna call her once a week. Start with that. Do that consistently, consistently, consistently. Uh, make dua for her, you know, in you know, she won't know about it, but that will help you as well. And uh that's one thing, so so call her every week. Then uh Literally, even if it's a bit robotic at the beginning, put a reminder to call her, put a reminder to send her a gift, put a reminder to go visit her, Mm. put a reminder to, uh, you know, whatever it is, isn't it? Little steps, that's all I'm saying is whatever you're doing you feel is wrong, Uh, just little steps, you know, little steps. Uh, Let's say you, you backbite people Um, whenever you need first identify who you end you're usually with when you're backbiting people and then when you go and see them you might want to reduce how much time you spend with them that's the first thing but the second thing let's say you're going to see them say okay i'm gonna have a specific intention when i'm meeting this person that this time i sit with them i'm not going Mm -hmm. to backbite anyone right and so you make it smaller you make it very specific and then what happens when you actually? Uh, achieve progress in whatever that specific thing is you feel more confident in your ability to improve your behavior and that helps you to then improve your behavior right so it becomes like a, a you yeah. know snowball so that's all i would say about that and uh, it's a lot of it is to do with your
0: what you consume in terms of um i mean not just entertainment but your day-to-day i don't know are you what you're listening to is that affecting your behavior what sort of stuff like when I when I'm purely listening to, I'm not trying to sound pious, bro. <laughs> purely listen to, you know, Quran and and lectures and Quran and lectures Quran and lectures. Nothing nothing in between, bro. I can mm. feel myself that yeah. day just being calmer, bro. I can feel that if something was to to oh. to um, something was to strike me, so to speak, I could I would react in a much more balanced and um, measured way, as opposed to. Not not having those reminders all the time, not being in a in a in a in a state of remembrance all the time, then your reaction has no grounding to it, and you suddenly just react really badly to certain you know news or or mm. occurrences or stuff. And it's 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 about seeing what is that thread of of um, what is that that you're consuming every day. Like what are you listening to every day? Whether it's a bad company you keep, whether it's you know the 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 music for example you're listening to, or uh, the shows that you're watching, or whatever, those mm. shape the, a lot of that. Whether mm. consciously or subconsciously, shapes your behaviour and your reactions to to th- yeah. Yeah. what is being made exactly normal to being you, normalised. Um, yeah. And you've just got to watch what you're putting into your mind. Really, your mind and your soul. You got to, to to filter out the negative aspects. And we're not saying don't listen to anything. We're saying to, to change those aspects into something beneficial that will then. Cause you to only put out that which is beneficial You know you're like a factory bro Like a machine yeah. that you put in Something and something else comes out
1: the other end And I'm not talking in a gross way <laughs> yeah. But yeah <laughs> But um yeah, that's Bro true. stuff comes in exactly. your ears And your eyes and then stuff Comes out your mouth exactly exactly bro. Well listen bro And you know in, in I think it was of Al Insan uh, When Allah says Allah's describing the, the human the, what he, based Allah, you know, whenever we analyse the Quran we do a very deep analysis because Allah had created the perfect uh, not created, but Allah revealed the perfect Quran. Yeah. And no word is out of place. Every word is perfectly selected. And Allah perfectly selected the words to describe the human, Semi and Basir. Meaning that the human is defined by what they hear and what mm. they see. So your inputs will define who you end up being, subhanallah. Bro. I've gotta
0: I've gotta go now. Got wrap it up. This, wrap it up. And I apologise to the listeners for somewhat short episode, but I think it's been poignant. I think
1: it's been <laughs> <judicial>. <laughs> Dropping the big words. <laughs> big words. You need to jump on the Inspire podcast to show off your vocabulary. Bro, we were trying to plan that, weren't we? Inspire reads, yeah. Bro, we can barely plan a day with being me and you <laughs> let alone with someone else
0: subhanallah but inshallah it will happen inshallah <laughs> inshallah um yeah check them out if you haven't already uh write us your emails to mindheistpodcast at com. we've got a curiouscat dot me slash what is our usernames is it mindheistpod mindheistpod we've got twitter and instagram which are also mindheistpod um and we've been putting some stories up on there Mainly, I don't really put money posts But sometimes we'll have a story writing on there I know you've done one Amin, I did one A couple of days ago um, mm-hmm. And yeah, keep the conversation Flowing inshallah Amin, have you got anything else to add?
1: Uh, nope I'm not roomy, that's all i got to say Hashtag not roomy be <laughs> <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> Alhamdulillah Right Assalamualaikum رحمه الله salam
1: السلام الله